1: Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. On today's show, uh, we're going to talk about something that South Dakota is doing that the rest of the country should take notice of when it comes to the pro-life movement. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, the need for legislative reform and protections at a state level when it comes to parental rights and uh, some of the challenges some public schools are Pushing on children these days, which are unbelievable. We're going to talk about these and other matters. And to help me do that today. We have with us here constitutional law attorney Michael Peffer, who heads up the Southern California Office for Pacific Justice Institute.
2: Thanks, Brad. Man, it's always good to be here. We've got a lot to talk about today, too. There's, oh, we, it seems like it never stops. You know, sometimes I, I, well, will we find stories for these days? Yeah, we. Yeah. there's too much going on and some good. Unfortunately, a lot not so good.
1: Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a very challenging time, but yeah. that's why we have, by God's grace and providence, uh, twenty-seven offices right. uh, in twenty states across the country, and we're about to announce the opening of a new office in a new state. Yeah. So uh, we're not announcing it yet, okay? That's formally, right. but we that's will. Right. Um, it's a little teaser. little teaser, but it's coming down. We're really thrilled about it. Oh, that's excellent. Really thrilled about it. Uh, so let's start off from out of the gate with something that I thought was one of the most outrageous th- things that I'm seeing. I'm seeing it more and more. And it's a story of a, quote, non-binary teacher. So it's a teacher with gender identity dysphoria who has, yes. has, a, has a medical, con- a, a my- psychological condition. Yes. According to the DMS-5, this is... You know, I want to take it lightly. It's that she's mentally ill with a, or with a mental condition. Yeah. And it's, it's discovered that she has boasted, yeah. outright boasted on changing students' uh, genders without parents even knowing about it. That's right. Yeah, and so here you have
2: a man... Uh, yes, he is a man with with non, that's non-binary. There it means he has gender dysphoria, but he's a man and, his calls, and he calls goes by the name of
1: Olivia Garrison, and he dresses like a woman. Yes, and he's a teacher. Yes, of children in Bakersfield, California. That's right. Not conservative sa- mecca. Yeah, Bakersfield, I always say that it's like the, the the embassy for the state of Texas. It really is, yes. You know, I, yeah. I feel like I'm in Texas when I, when I meet <laughs> folks and my, my relatives and stuff in, in Bakersfield. That's right, yeah. So I'm, I was really surprised that this would happen in Bakersfield uh, at a Del Oro high school located in Kern High School District. They're in Bakersfield. Uh, she teaches ninth graders— Excuse me, he teaches ninth graders. He's dressed like a woman, though, I guess. That's right. Ninth graders. These are 14, 15-year-olds. Uh, very sensitive time in life. Yes. And his, his, he's on this crusade. So um, I imagine this is probably making some people there in Bakersfield a little upset.
2: I suspect so, because it's a conservative area, and it sure it should make them upset. Uh, here you have this guy, and he's... I'm sorry, but the way that they dress sometimes looks a little bizarre um, because of the. It's obviously you have a man in women's clothing, and, and I, I don't know. Maybe it called me old-fashioned, but
1: that seems odd to have a teacher like that. Um, it's nothing nothing old-fashioned. That's just common sense. Yeah, you have yeah. children who are a stage in life, in early adolescence, where they're dealing with issues of resolving their own, um, you know, masculinity or femininity, and wanting to be a woman, or wanting to be a man, and, and trying to reconcile. It's a very fragile time. It is. Uh, you know, boys are looking to see if they get more hair on their face or when they're going to get the hair on their chest. They, right. They, you know, and these insecurities they have. Uh, and yet you've got this teacher who knowingly, he knowingly is impacting these kids. And I think the reason I want to make this clear is, you know, the other side of the LGBTQ, they try to get this – this false impression like, oh no, we're not trying to change any, any children. Oh no, we're we're just trying to help those who right. who are already uh, on our side, so to speak, who That's are right. already there. They're not already there because That's they're in right. early adolescence. Yes. And they're trying to influence these kids and they're and he's doing it without parents knowing about it. He's deliberately doing it behind the backs of parents. Yeah.
2: You know, Brad. He should be
1: fired, immediately absolutely, fired. Absolutely,
2: without question. Absolutely, and especially with this. So it's not bad enough, and you and I have railed against this quite a bit. About it's not bad enough that they're in the schools, they're teaching this ridiculousness. Um, They're they're actually trying to make it happen for many more kids. But now what they're saying is, not only are we doing that, we're going to keep the parents out. We're going to keep the parents that love them and actually care about them, and are they're not just a political football. We're going to keep them out of the equation and d- by deceiving them
1: and not letting them know that their child is suffering from gender dysphoria. Le- OK, Michael, let's say there, uh, there's a parent out there uh, who is going through this, who just found out about something like this. Uh, do they have any recourse, uh, any legal recourse or other recourse, uh, any angles that they might take to, to challenge this other than just pull their child out of the public school? Which isn't so bad yeah, uh, in homeschool or required. yeah 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 I mean yeah it is so is there any any potential legal remedy that they by which they for which they should contact Pacific Justice Institute to investigate or to look into in their Yet. situation particularly if, if the child is possibly be uh, influenced or in some way harmed or uh, arguably um, you know depressed yes. because those are real symptoms of children who are uh, escorted down this this road of confusion. Yes, and we are actively
2: looking for people in that situation because the law needs to progress in this area. Uh, There are courts that have ruled that teachers even, so we ask teachers to contact us as well, that teachers can say, no, I'm not going to hide this from uh, our Uh, from the parents. Uh, It's deceitful, and I don't do deceitfulness. And there's at least one or two courts throughout the country, unfortunately not on the Ninth Circuit yet, but throughout the country that have said, yeah, that's right. You you, you can't make these people lie to parents. But as far as parents are concerned, absolutely they have rights. They have rights to stand up and say, no, you, you will not do this. Unfortunately, most of these schools are very intransigent on this subject, and they won't budge. So Maybe you're going to have to remove your child from the process, and I've talked to parents who have done just that.
0: Did you know that PJI defends pastors and their churches free of charge while also providing valuable resources to help protect the church from the encroachment of government? Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now back to the Dacus Report.
1: I know one potential remedy to help parents in this situation in particular is if they have a child, a son or a daughter that they know is in any way struggling in this area uh, they can have a letter produced by a psychologist or psychiatrist, yes. obviously one that has their heads on straight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we've, we've seen in our practice some that are are not uh, ones you want to work with. That's right. But uh, there's a, a lot of really good quality psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, who understand gender identity for They see it as a condition uh, that is the result of other uh, contributing issues and causes. Yeah, and so oftentimes they can write a letter and in that letter, saying this child is being treated and addressed uh, by me with regards to gender identity dysphoria. And I have prescribed this child not to be discussing this or have this discussed by uh, teachers, by others. Uh, they are, they are, uh, others are not to to take any action in response to encourage or in, in any way, uh, you know, exemplify or magnify this uh, gender identity for you. I'm yeah. addressing it with the child and the underlying issues that need to be addressed. I would appreciate if the school district will, um, you know, uh, you know, hang down or, you know, hang low and, and not do anything yeah. uh, that could in any way impact this child their this very sensitive situation, yep. including uh, changing names or et cetera, et cetera, changing clothes. It seems like if they had a letter from a psychologist like that, mm-hmm. the parent gave that to the teachers, to the school. It seems that the school then, if they went ahead and went, did something against that, and that child allegedly suffered harm, maybe they committed suicide. A lot of children commit suicide when they're encouraged to go down this path. Yes. Um, that, lot, that school district could be sued for any harm or damages that, they, that happened to that child as a result of those teachers pushing this, this terrible... Terrible uh, disorientation with regards to these ch- these children. What, do you, what say you? I agree with you that the thing
2: is too is that it, it may be the right circumstance where we send a letter to the school district along with the letter from a doctor, and we say, "Hey, cease and desist. This, this you can't do this." Right. So it's it's something that we're going to have to deal with, and folks need to know this. Parents are going to have to do this, otherwise. They'll, that's what this is. What's going to happen? What's happening in a conservative area like Bakersfield, and we know that I've, I've read similar themes uh, across the nation. Teachers in Maryland uh, and in cities like Minneapolis, Los Angeles, and Sacramento. Um, so you have these kind of bizarre-looking teachers who are men dressed as girls. Um, hence, the reason why it doesn't look natural. And so you, you have them boasting about this and, and actively trying to, if you will, convert them into this area and uh, woe, you know, woe be to them if they're trying to convert to Christianity, but it's okay to convert them to um, a, another gender where they're going to be messed up for life.
1: Yeah, and some people say, well, well, they're, they're not converted. This is just who they are. Oh, no. Yeah. The studies show clearly right. that children, particularly in the... In, uh, elementary, junior high, and, and high school, that uh, that they're very uh, fluid in this area. Uh, over 70% of children who have gender identity dysphoria, if just simply left alone, they'll grow out of it. That's right. So it's not something like, this is who they are. No. This is who you're trying to persuade them to be and influence them to be to their own detriment. Most of them will be dead by the age of 30 because of depression and suicide. Yeah resulting from the, uh, the gender identity dysphoria, them giving into it and not really addressing the real underlying issues. Yeah. Uh, so I, I want to encourage parents out there, you know, first, folks, if you have your children in public schools, pray about it. See if there's any way you can have your child pulled out of public schools. This is across the country, folks. Uh, and we just mentioned, you mentioned some of those cities that have, uh, you know, transgenders actually as teachers. yes. But there are countless numbers of public school teachers throughout America yeah. who, you know, men who don't dress like women and teachers or women who don't dress like men, that they're still beholden to this radical LGBT movement. They're still encouraging, trying to fish out kids who might be possibly transgender and then encouraging them to go down that road, providing the opposite sex clothes from the change in, keeping it secret from parents. In fact, I would say, Michael, that I think keeping it secret from parents and changing the name and not telling parents, I think this is more normal than abnormal now in public schools throughout America. And that should be a huge wake-up sign. What say you? Sadly, it is becoming normative throughout the
2: country in public schools. And um, we're seeing this problem not contracting but expanding and expanding hugely to the point that something's got to break here. That's why parents need to stand up to this. No doubt, we we understand that it's 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 hard for parents to bring a legal action such as this because it's you know you, you, your your child. You don't want to make them the center focus of this. But there are ways uh, to bring litigation. For instance, uh, under uh, a a Doe. Uh, Arrangement, so you don't have to identify that person if they're a minor. So, as an anonymous
1: exactly. person, like John Doe or something exactly. like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, but it has to happen. We need good teachers that are in these school districts to stand up and say, "No,
1: I will not lie." So, if it's a teacher in that situation being pushed to affirm the the quote pronouns that are false. Um, or a parent with potential situation dif- difficulties or going through something you should contact us immediately. That's right. yep. uh, they should not hesitate at all. Um, you know, I, I just sort of want parents to sort of step back and understand the seriousness of this. Uh, the average high school in America now has one, two, or three uh, transgender students. It's exploding like crazy. Yeah. And if parents were to be told... And people say, well, it's just a few. What are the odds it's going to be your child? Well, if parents were told, just want you to know that this school year, one, two, or three students are going to be shot and killed on campus. Yeah. uh, But the odds are it's not going to be yours. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't get upset about it. Yeah, what parent would keep their child in that? They'd say, oh, heck no. I'm taking my kid out. I'm going to put him in a private school, school, homeschool, homeschool co-op. Yeah. But effectively, once that child has been influenced and indoctrinated By the public school, and by the time the parents found out, it's it's usually too late, because of solidification and things that are done, and that results in the child more often than not dying by suicide before the age of thirty. So it's the same as, I mean, it's it's the same outcome, and parents need to look at it very seriously. But those who have their kids in public schools, folks, we stand here ready to go to bat for you. Do not hesitate. Call us immediately. And we've got some great resources on our website, including, you know, uh, 12 Steps to Protect Your Children from Social Workers or CPS. Very helpful. Uh, very uh, Tremendous uh, assistance. Uh, we have other information about your rights as a parent. So go to our website if you want these resources and also sign up for our Legal Insider newsletter while you're at it. Um, just go to pji.org, pj Uh, We want to defend and equip the parents throughout America from this great onslaught taking place with regards to our children.
0: Did you know that PJI is the only legal defense nonprofit in America that serves state citizens by fighting state legislatures across the country to ensure unconstitutional or corrupt bills don't become unconstitutional or corrupt laws? That's right, for over 12 years, PJI's Center for Public Policy has generated success by standing firm in opposition to unconstitutional or immoral state bills, which makes it easier for our allies in the legislatures to kill these kinds of wrong-headed and even depraved pieces of legislation. Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis, including our work through our Center for Public Policy, by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report.
1: Moving on. Direct TV. Okay. They've already dropped One America News, a conservative news outlet, which yes. I, I'm a fan of. I think it's great. Yep. They have now had the audacity to drop Newsmax, yes. which is a booming conservative news network. Yeah, Another reason why we
2: really appreciate his channel running this kind of programming, where we have the right to speak up, to speak the truth, to speak the truth in love, but nonetheless speak the truth because what's happening is that the left is wanting to silence anyone who poses an objection to their program. And Newsmax does that. One American News does that. And what they want to do is silence it. That's the dangerous part of this is that the reason why DirecTV did it is because uh, the the Democrats, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi Ask AT and T to do so um, because AT and T owns DirecTV. So it, it, it's this is something that is really crazy, and um, it, yeah. it, it, it can't we can't tolerate this kind of blacking out of coverage
1: uh, on issues that we believe dearly in. You know, it's interesting. We don't have to speculate that what their motives and intentions were. Yeah, that's right. You know, Direct Direct TV says, "Oh well." Um, you know, it's just ratings. Oh, really? Yeah. There's some left-wing news sources that have lower ratings Yes. than Newsmax. Much lower. Clearly, much, much lower. So DirecTV is now in the same category, in my, as far as I'm concerned, as Twitter was, uh, as Facebook is. Uh, they are political, they're liberal, and they're trying to stifle the ability for their customers to have a choice I would not be surprised if Fox wasn't attacked, maybe Fox Business. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, Fox is so huge, I think that would probably cost them so much money at that point yeah. that their greed would, over, would overtake their uh, you know, sick desire to promote evil and, and, and con- confuse people. But uh, you know, I understand that the, uh, the Republicans are not just taking this sitting down by what Pelosi has done and right. uh, what DirecTV has done. They've actually responded. What what are they doing about this?
2: Yes, uh, Representative Wesley Hunt, a uh, Republican from Texas, said, "I quote, I am deeply troubled by DirecTV's decision to remove Mo- Newsmax from their lineup of channels. Deplatforming Newsmax is it Max is the latest development in the left's ongoing campaign to purge voices they disagree with from the public sphere." And uh, there can be no doubt about it that that's how the left operates. If you disagree with us and you start to show any sign of people uh, you watching and and catching on, that's where they want to try to get you deplatformed and shut off the opposite voice, which is is completely the antithesis of being, if you will, liberal. (laughs) We're talking about leftists here, and leftists destroy as Larry as. um, Sorry, but as one author, Dennis Prager, has said,
1: uh, everything the left touches, it ruins. Yeah. And, and I think that's absolutely clear. Yeah. Well, I would have to say there's a reason why more and more people are dropping DirecTV yeah. and Cox yeah. Cable. And they're switching to Roku. Cox Cable, uh, they had on their screen, you know, the pause screen, They have had, I had on their screen... Drag queens. Uh, This wasn't just late at night. Drag queens. Little children could see this if it was on pause. They were pushing this. They're pushing drag queens. That's right. This is cocks. And so, you know, I, I think it makes good financial sense. I think it can make good moral sense for people to take a second look and say, you know what, I'm not so sure I want to give money to these kind of hooligans who are pushing and taking away information and just obviously joining the the likes of pelosi and the, the left so i encourage people to take a look at that and and seriously reconsider their options but DirecTV, uh, cox cable shame on them and uh, i'm uh, i'm just glad we have republican congressmen who are going to bat and at least 42 yep. house republicans are That's right uh, asking them to reconsider and uh, and not to de-platform uh, newsmax uh, on another note A pro-life group is warning uh, Republicans not to seek middle ground on abortion. And I I guess this is because there's a number of Republicans saying, well, you know, maybe we should compromise and, you know, sort of split the baby in half. Pardon the pun. But uh, but, no pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. Yeah. But that's. You know, that's very dangerous, isn't it?
2: It's really dangerous and, and I'm so happy that this group is speaking out And warning Republicans No, we're not here about making deals about abortion Many people uh, had this Oh my gosh, we didn't do as well in the midterms Because of this abortion I frankly don't care If we didn't do it We saved babies' lives To me, that's of utmost importance To
1: the, 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 the kingdom of God I understand that just so far as we speak, and estimates are that over 50,000 babies' lives have been saved just in the state of Texas That's right. alone. That's right. So this is not just another issue. I agree, and, and I think that it's a call to all who are pro-life
2: to vote pro-life, period. Vote pro-life. Right. And, and we can't let uh, any party, I, I, we're not here to advance the interests of any party, but we can't let any party say oh we we, we want to we just want to get along with abortion no i, I don't want to get along with it i want it to stop forever
1: so that babies god's little children can live it's it's so important it's so fundamental yeah. uh, and the good news is uh, folks I, the good news is that state after state is adopting pro life legislation yes thousands and thousands of babies lives are going to be saved. It's There's such a joy in, in the eyes of God, and they should be in our eyes as well, as followers of the Lord. And, and just people, even if you're not a Christian, just respecting basic sanctity of life and yeah. uh, this, the, the distinction and preciousness of human life. So I'm excited about this. We're making progress. We're moving ahead. That's right. Our, our offices are, in the many states, working with states as needed uh, to advise them on... Uh, legislation uh, in, in our public affairs office yes. that, that we're engaging in. Uh, I think that's uh, very important. Now's not the time to quiver, folks. Now's the time to be aggressive and to, to assert our rights and to, uh, to defend people like the preborn.
0: We would love the opportunity to continue to serve you. Just visit pji.org and click the Legal Insider button to sign up for our email newsletter. At PJI, we help individual employees, employers, business owners, pastors, students, citizens of every stripe through our practical resources, counsel, representation, and defense, all free of charge at pji.org. PJI is an island of stability and assurance in our ever-churning sea of legal and societal chaos. We are here for you. So folks,
1: just remember, It's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brad Dacus, President of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms.